What is the real cost of living difference between California and Texas? A lot of people move for that reason. And on today's episode of The Dima Show, I'm going to take a deep dive and share the numbers with you and answer this question once and for all. Here we go. This is The Dima Show. Dima Show. A unique perspective on entrepreneurship, real estate, business, finance, politics, and current events with a big dose of common sense. Warning. Warning. If you're easily offended, this is not the podcast for you. Listen at your own risk. All right, you guys. So one of the big reasons that people cite for moving from places like California to Texas or Florida, for example, is cost of living. The cost of living in California for a lot of people has just become too darn unaffordable from the big categories like housing, food, entertainment, school, everything else. California has become price prohibitive for many people. And so I want to answer the question, when you move to a place like Texas, where I now am, or Florida or Tennessee or some of these other states that aren't as expensive, is it really worth it and does it really make sense? So let's take a deep dive and let's examine the numbers. I pulled up NerdWallet's cost of living calculator. And when you just plug in Los Angeles, California and Dallas, Texas, for example, which is where I now live, you will see that they say that there is a 25% difference in terms of cost of living. So for example, if you make $100,000 in California, you would only need to make $75,000 in Texas to have the same standard of living. Is that really accurate though? I wanted to take an even further and deeper dive into the numbers by category to see what it actually looks like in terms of each of those major categories for your life. And let's start with the biggest one. And of course, real estate is my passion. So let's start with real estate. There are a couple different categories to this. The first one we'll look at is renting. When you look at rental prices in Los Angeles, according to this website, it says that the average two-bedroom apartment rents for about $2,800. Wow. That's a lot, by the way, you guys. My first apartment was a two-bedroom apartment. When my wife and I first started dating, I think we were paying about $1,200. So that's a huge difference. Anyway, $2,800 in Los Angeles versus Dallas is about $1,500 for an apartment. That's already a huge difference in terms of price. Now let's look at owning real estate, which is, of course, what I preach, which is to buy real estate. So what I wanted to do to have some fun is to take a look at two homes in each area Los Angeles, Dallas, each that are a million dollars and compare the difference. So let's look at what you get in LA for a million bucks first. So this house, you guys, I couldn't find one that's exactly a million dollars. This house is about $1.2 million. And for $1.2 million, you get a four bedroom, two bath home that's about 1,800 square feet. And that comes out to a whopping $668 per square foot. It's obviously not a very big house. It's in a decent area of the San Fernando Valley, which is a suburb where I actually happen to live. And so that's what you get in LA. Let's take a look at what you get in Dallas. 
So for this one, you guys, check it out. For $1.1 million, which is a little bit less than the house in LA, you also get four bedrooms and four baths, but you get 4,000 square feet. So double the house. It comes in at $269 per square foot. You also get almost a half an acre of land and a pool. So you get way more for your money. So guys, in terms of housing, if you're looking to buy you can either use the same amount of money and get a much bigger house, or you can spend about half and get the same house in Dallas that you would have gotten in Los Angeles. So I have to tell you, in terms of housing, that is a huge difference. I mean, I know we said that overall, the cost of living is about a 25% difference, but housing, which makes up the biggest chunk of expense for most people, that's a 50% difference in terms of cost. And that, my friends, is huge if you are moving. And of course, you guys, there are some other categories that I wanted to take a look at. Most notably, because it's in the news, is transportation and gas prices. And so what I will tell you based on my research, gas here in Dallas is about 40% cheaper than it is in LA. We're at about three bucks a gallon. LA, my friends are sending me pictures of $5, even more than $5 a gallon. That's huge. Auto insurance, I will tell you from my personal experience, is also much less here in Texas than it is in California. Maybe because the drivers in California are a lot worse. I don't know. I'll let you decide. There's also other factors that go into your overall cost of living, food, entertainment, and things like that. And I have found that most of those things are definitely much cheaper here in Texas. Now, believe it or not, guys, cost of living was not one of the major reasons that we decided to move from California to Texas. You could see all of the reasons that we moved in another episode of The Dima Show, wherever you see that link or wherever you find that. But for a lot of people, cost of living is a major factor. And I will tell you that overall, I think that the difference in cost of living is actually much more than that 25% number that you may see online. So you guys, if cost of living is a factor for you, if that is a reason that you're thinking of getting out of somewhere like California, I will tell you that the difference is very dramatic when you go somewhere like Texas Florida, Tennessee, or really anywhere else. California is just simply a very expensive state. You guys, let's talk about one more category of cost of living, and this is one that is very near and dear to my heart, and that is schools. So in Los Angeles, unfortunately, the schools suck. Really, in all of California, the schools suck. Everyone knows this. It's a given fact. The public schools are awful. Uh, one thing that we are fighting for that nationwide that I think would be a great thing is school choice. Unfortunately, don't really have that in California. And so we are just left with these public schools that are, first of all, not teaching our kids the right stuff. And second of all, trying to indoctrinate our kids into the wrong stuff. But more about that on a different video. Bottom line is school ratings stink. Kids come out of high school not ready and not prepared for college and not prepared for a job. And so the alternative in L.A. or even in most of California is to send your kids to a private school. I know this firsthand. I had three kids in one in L.A. when we were living there. Private schools in L.A. are not cheap. In fact, most schools probably range anywhere from $15,000 a year all the way up to $40,000 or more per year per kid. Now, when you move to somewhere like Texas, for example, the area where I moved into, we have amazing public schools. While the property taxes here are a little bit more, you definitely get way more bang for your buck. 
There's no homeless encampments under every underpass. The schools are great. The parks are clean. The roads are fixed. There's no potholes, so you don't have to replace your rims all the time on your car and all of that other stuff. But back to schooling. You could send your kids to public school, and you don't have to pay money for that, which is post-tax money, that makes a big difference. And so schools, you guys, are also just such a huge factor that's not taken into consideration on a lot of these websites when they do their calculations. And so at the end of the day, you guys, I think that that 25% difference that we cited initially on the internet is actually way off. And I have to tell you that it's probably closer to 40, maybe even 50% when you factor everything in. So guys, there are a lot of reasons to move out of California. I've done some episodes of the Dima show on that. Maybe I need to do a few more. But cost of living is definitely a big one. And so if you're considering leaving Hopefully, this episode helps you to factor in all of these things in making your decision. Thanks for tuning in to The Dima Show, and I'll catch you on the next episode. If you got value from this podcast, do me a favor and share it with someone you know, or give me a shout out on your social channels, and be sure to tag me so I can thank you. Also, throw in a five-star review wherever you're listening so that the show is shared with more people. I'll catch you on the next episode. Dima out. This has been The Dima Show. All information and content provided is for informational purposes only, and you should not construe any such information or other material as legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.